Doctrine and Devotion is sponsored by the most innovative audio Bible app available, Dwell. Dwell is like the Spotify of Scripture because of how easily they've made it to explore the catalog of Holy Scripture. Stay tuned for more details or head over to dwellapp.io. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's a good Sunday. Good, good to be with the church. Yeah. Smaller sermon. in number today. Seems like a lot of people were out. Yeah, Columbus Day. Is that a thing? I didn't realize it was. Mm. I didn't well, my think wife, it was. My wife is gone again. 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 She again. is in Texas at a writer's retreat for the ministry she's a part of called Love God Greatly. Mm. She's also speaking there a couple of times. Whoa. So is her head covered? Uh, well, well, it doesn't have to be because it's all women. Oh, okay. So there won't yeah. there won't need to be a man there to, to translate and to yeah, fix. To, yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, so she's gone. So it's me and the kids. And how's that going? How's that going? That's how I would answer. That's pretty good. It's doing good. I yelled at Madeline last night. What the sweet one? All right, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Right, she is sweet. She's very, very sweet. I couldn't even say it with Madeline a face. is the sweetest, but she's also emotional, and uh, she is the one that knows how to push my buttons. Mm. And so I yelled at her, and then I had to apologize and ask for her forgiveness. So that was awesome. Now, why is she emotional? Emotional. That's what you just no, said. she is the emotional one. Oh, she's like, in general, she's that way. But gotcha. things are a little weird. A lot of our listeners may already know. My mother died uh, about I don't know on la- the Thursday before this was released at midnight. Yeah. So she's been sick for a while. You know, we've we've talked about that. And my mom was a, an amazing woman. Uh, the last few years, you know, she hasn't been able to have long conversations. But she knew who I was. Uh, last couple of weeks were pretty dark and bad. And so when she passed in her sleep. At night, uh, it's an excellent way for her to enter into, you know, the uh, paradise, right? Mm-hmm, enter yep. into the arms of Christ and uh, and finally be liberated from all of that. So, yeah, I appreciate all of the um, the thoughts and the, and the prayers and all the kindnesses. So, yeah, so it was, uh, you know, it was a little bit different today, uh, kind of, you know, carrying that and processing that. But ultimately, um, you know, God saved her. I don't know, 10 years ago or yeah. 12 years ago. And uh, she knows the Lord. And I look forward to hanging out with my mom again in paradise. So that's the update there. And so, yeah, church was a church was, was a good time. I was, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you're going to preach? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, you know, it wasn't a, didn't sound like it came out of nowhere. We were expecting Yeah, you had already been kind of processing that for a while. So, uh, but yeah, but I'll, it looks like I'm going to take this next week off to mm-hmm. plan the funeral and all of that. And one of our guys is going to be preaching. I'm looking forward to hearing somebody preach. It's going to be good. It'll be good, yeah. Now, church today, I noticed we were down in number, but you were serving today, Jimmy. Yes, I was. You're what we call a key host, right? Explain what a key host is. Yeah, I don't get. I don't know where we're going with this. Well, people ask all the time, what do we do and how does it work? So, like, what is Uh, a key host? So, key host, the individual uh, greets, well, there's a greeter, and then they kind of help people find their seats. The key host does. The key host does. The key host uh, lets, especially newcomers, know where the washrooms are, where the coffee is, where the water is, where they could check their kids in for uh, the children's ministry. Uh, Just, you know, and then. 
get to know them as it, introduce them maybe to others. It's, that, an, uh, it's a pretty integral part to what yeah. we do at Redeemer. We find like having a hospitality team with a key host there. Yep. That's the person that like they know what's going on. Yep. If you've got a question, you That's hit up the, the key host, right? Yep. So it's interesting because you hmm. were the key host for Second Service. Yes, I was. Second Service. Who was on for Third Service? Uh, Steve McCoy. So I was talking to Steve today mm-hmm. and Steve was telling me. That when you were coming off, of, you try to get off early, but whatever. You, you, I you, 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 you get off early. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The service so, had ended. Yeah. So, so the, the, once the service had ended, mm-hmm. and uh, you were you were trying to get out of it, and Steve had pointed out that well, you're supposed to make sure that the community cups and everything get picked up. And I think Steve said something like, "Your response was something like, uh, that's not my job." No, no, so no. I just wanted, all, to, that, I wanted to bring this up to discuss. First like, of all, you know, first of all, I, I didn't say that's not my job. I'm pretty sure he's, no, 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 yeah, in fact, no, no, I know no, he said no, that you said yeah, that's yeah, not I, your yeah, job. Well, see, see, there you go. Yeah. Now you're going hearsay. Now, why not you? I'm just telling you what he no, said. No, exactly. So let me then okay. let you know exactly what was oh, said. Oh, okay. This, yeah. You know, so I can okay. just let you say, <laughs> this is what I said. Yeah. That's your job. I didn't say that's not my job. I said that's your job. But but doesn't it say on the key host card that you're supposed to help with that? No, 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 I'm no. I'm pretty no. sure it, it does because I saw it. it. I looked but, it up. No, no. Later it said, uh, go ahead and help with mm-hmm. the pre-service responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning up the community cups. Yeah. Right, just make it sure. know, I'm just saying. You, 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 know. you need to step up your game, man. Mm. Leaving the community cups all over. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That You know what? Steve finally needs to learn what it is like to work. I, I, I feel like he does, and he was asking you to do your whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's not important. I'm just, I'm just uh, glad. Yeah, apparently, you're, it was important. You know, well, you know, you just. I'll you know. deal with McCoy Pond. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's going on, man? Well, mm. what are we, uh, what are we doing? We're gonna be. Oh, apparently, we're throwing Jimmy under the bus. But uh, I, I was just asking, as far as uh, our discussion is gonna be. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, we're gonna be uh, wrapping up chapter twenty of the 1689, the Gospel and the extent of grace thereof. Put a bang. Put a bam. So I'm gonna read it. Paragraph four. Paragraph four. Although the gospel be the only outward means of revealing Christ and saving grace, and is, as such, abundantly sufficient thereunto, yet that men who are dead in trespasses may be born again, quickened or regenerated, there is moreover necessary an effectual, insuperable work of the Holy Spirit upon the whole soul, for the producing in them a new spiritual life, without which no other means will affect their conversion unto God. I give that a 9 out of 10 for a reading, Jimmy. You know what? I That's did pretty, pretty good. Well. I did pretty well. That was pretty You're, good. Yeah, we wobbled. Well. On one word and only one word, it didn't come off. You didn't mm, wreck up. Mm-hmm. That was that was very nice. I like this paragraph because it's getting it's getting us back to the the necessity of gospel proclamation, the necessity of God doing yeah. a work of conversion or regeneration, more specifically. And that's the first thing that we see here, right? Like only the word can reveal Christ. It says, although the gospel be the only outward means of revealing Christ and saving grace, and is as such abundantly sufficient thereunto. So. This is an outward means, right? Yeah, what does that mean? It means that it, it, it communicates the gospel to men. The word is this outward means, so it, it preaches Christ. Mm. It, that doesn't mean that it will necessarily make men know Christ. You, without the gospel, there will be no conversion, but simply preaching the gospel does not guarantee a conversion. See, I like that. I like that you use that. Uh, you chose that word. It communicates, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it, it, it really, what I think what's important here is, uh, in a sense, we are to proclaim that gospel, right? Mm-hmm. The word of God, uh, indiscriminately to all. Right. And then as a spirit works, those that who are called will respond. Right. So 
it says abundantly sufficient thereunto, right? So this is sufficient to communicate Christ. Yeah. We don't need anything else. What, right? what, do you, what do you mean? I, I don't need a, a PowerPoint slide or maybe a pamphlet? You don't need an Evangicube? Evangicube? What is that? Oh man, there's like the Southern Baptist had the Evangel Cube. What is that? I've it was never like heard it's like a Rubik's Cube. No, it's not. It is. No, it is and, not. And you, but it's big, and you, you no, spin it around. And, oh, I'm gonna look it you up right totally, now. I'm gonna you, look it up right now. Right? I have never heard of this. Evangelism bracelets. Remember those bracelets that had like different colors? Oh yeah. And you have to go through the color with each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Evangel Cube. Yep, there it is. There's, there's a few of these. Yeah, Evan, just just Google Evangel Cube at Amazon. You'll you'll find it. Oh my. So, and that's just one of the variations. So those things are only going to be helpful if they are communicating scripture, right? Mm. So it's not that tools are bad. It's not that instruments are bad. Those are fine. But what ultimately we're talking about is can we communicate the, the, the scripture? Can we, can we make it plain enough so that people understand what it actually says, right? So that's only the word can do this. There is nothing else that can reveal Christ. Your, mm. your testimony is a story about your experience. Your testimony doesn't reveal Christ. Scripture reveals Christ. Yeah. So and you along, don't want to rely on that. You want to rely on the word. And along with that, then only God can regenerate sinners. Mm. Uh, the, the confession continues on. Yet that men who are dead in trespasses may be born again, quickened or regenerated. There is moreover necessary and effectual, insuperable work of the Holy Spirit upon the whole soul. So people can hear, right. but they not necessarily going to respond, right? They're spiritually dead. Exactly. They're, they're dead in their sin. They're spiritually dead. And that only God must cause them to be born again. Right. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, uh, I love this verse. We, we, we use this a lot. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again hmm. to a living hope through the resurrection, resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Wait, so wait. He has caused us to yeah be, yeah you mean he, he didn't hope that we would be born again he didn't uh he wasn't crossing his fingers and toes oh goodness and uh and just like kind of waiting he wasn't to see making what like a do. calculated uh you know guess it wasn't a guesstimation yeah. no nope he uh he actually caused it to happen and again the new birth is what changes the heart which then produces saving faith regeneration precedes faith so we preach the word mm -hmm. that's on us god regenerates the sinner that's on god and then they in response to that believe repent and believe so that's for me this is an important theological uh, distinctive to to know well and, and to press into um you know what is our hope what is our confidence and see people come to jesus you know what is our job what is god's job these things are important because they will impact how we do what we do whether that's you know uh, uh, evangelism or even discipleship hmm. we're going to work hard we're going to be tireless in preaching jesus we're going to preach it all the time we're going to preach it everywhere uh and like you said jimmy indiscriminately and then we trust god to do what only god can do now you know there is a uh there's something else that we can trust joe uh what's that well we can trust that uh you know that dwell is the scripture listening app that you need to check out i have checked it out i use it all the time now oh good I get I'm, talking about, I'm talking about those listening that haven't checked oh, it plural out. you plural mm -hmm. it's the royal you i don't know if that's a thing no that's a thing that's a thing hashtag royal you you know what is royal what's the that? dwell listening app oh so it's this is not just an audio bible and of course you can listen to the books of the bible but with dwell you can also browse popular passages or curated playlists that include select verses by theme and what i love about it is that they do have listening plans mm -hmm. to help cultivate a habit of seeking god in scripture 
every single day. We've talked about it a lot, right? But they have four different recordings of the Bible, mm-hmm. four different voices. You can choose the voice. Team Felix. You like, you're on Team Felix? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on uh, George Costanza. I don't know who it is. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I like the guy. I like the guy that's doing the reading for me. Uh, but you can also choose the background music you want, and you can adjust the volume of each, so it's just perfect for you. You can eliminate background music. You don't have to have that. Some people find that distracting. I find it very helpful. Um, all of this is put together in such a way that now they have it so that you can actually access all of the Bible online or offline. So if you don't have internet access or if you don't have any bars, uh, you can still listen to the scripture and use that app. Yeah. And so right now you can get a seven day uh, free trial and that gives you access to the Bible, the traditional book and chapter form, uh, 44 listening plans. Uh, there's 261 curated passages of noteworthy scripture. There's 44 playlists that help you travel through scripture by theme and as Joe said, you can download the audio mm. for listening when offline. Yeah. So I, one of the things that I, you know, you're going to do the seven day free trial. And I think at that point you're like, I really want to invest in this. It's not that much money to pay monthly, but you can also just do like a one-time pay, pay it up front and you don't have to pay it again. It's a lifetime purchase. So uh, look at those options when you're going through it. Lifetime purchase? Yeah. You oh. purchase it and you're you no more, don't make any monthly payments at all. Okay. So um, you can go uh, to dwellapp.io to check it out or look it up on your app browser. So this idea of, of God regenerating sinners, we've covered this before in the 1689 yeah. in chapter 10, when we talk about effectual calling, chapter 10, verse 1 in particular, it says this, those whom God hath predestined unto life, he is pleased in his appointed time and accepted time effectually to call by his word and spirit out of that state of sin and death in which they are by nature to grace and salvation by Jesus Christ, enlightening their minds spiritually and savingly to understand the things of God, taking away their heart of stone and giving them a heart of flesh, renewing their wills and by his almighty power, determining them to that which is good and effectually drawing them to Jesus Christ. Yet, so as they come most freely being made willing by his grace. Mm. It's a beautiful paragraph. You guys should spend a lot of time in chapter 10 to go deeper into this. But the, the short version is those that God has predestined will come to faith, right? They're not going to somehow slip through because he has appointed the means, not just the end, the means of preaching the gospel. When you are sharing the gospel, you should know, you should have confidence. Wow. In the midst of me sharing the gospel, God has somehow orchestrated this for me to be doing this right now. And perhaps I will be the instrument that leads to this yeah. individual's salvation. And so, I mean, that should give us a lot of freedom mm. in the sense that as yeah. we're, as we're doing and confidence in knowing that regardless uh, or despite ourselves, despite maybe our jumbled uh, presentation, right, right. Uh, despite that we might not have every single intricate understanding of every theological and doctrinal point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the spirit of God that moves in the heart of man. He overcomes our weaknesses and our missteps, right? Like, man, I, I've, I, I've, I've shared the gospel a, a lot over the years, and I've seen some people profess faith in Christ and then fall away. And I've seen other people profess faith in Christ and become mature, long-lasting uh, believers who are are zealous in evangelism themselves. And it's interesting because for I can think of one example where I was a young believer and this mother called me and she said, hey, are you Joe Thorne? I said, yeah. And she said, well, uh, my name is, and she told me what her name was. And she says, my son is involved in the occult. 
he is in a lot of trouble and I was hoping you could come and talk to him. And I said, like, how did you get my name? And she said, well, I, I got it from another person who knew you from another church, whatever. So I, they, she must have heard that my background was in the occult and blah, blah, blah. So, so I show up at the house and uh, this kid is, is, it was in one of the worst ways I've ever seen a kid. Mm. It was dark. And, um, and so I went in there and I sat in his bedroom with him and I shared the gospel. But what I did was, is I shared the four spiritual laws and, uh, I said, do you want to receive Jesus now? He's like, yes, I do. I go, we'll pray this prayer. So we prayed the prayer and then, um, and like, then he walked the aisle and yep. then there was no aisle to walk, but he, he did walk me to the door. The, the hall, he walked the hallway. So, um, so this guy was um became like super intense about jesus he started like doing homework assignments in english class about jesus and mm. doing all this stuff and and it was it was, it was a, little, a little out of control and I'd, I'd bring him to uh like some church events right and and he started you know responding to, to that stuff but ultimately uh he went back to all of his old ways and it, it didn't take very long and we read about this in the parable of the sower right yeah when you're sharing the gospel um the the seed is going to fall in different kinds of soil and it's going to produce produce different kinds of results. And here was a case where uh, something sprang up quickly, but then died out. It never took mm. root. It wasn't a true conversion. Now, is that because I used the four spiritual laws or the four spiritual flaws, as we used to say? Um, <laughs> no, because lots of people are converted yeah. when others are using the four spiritual laws. It may not be the best presentation of the gospel, uh, but it still communicates enough of the gospel uh, that, that God is not hindered in, in awakening a person. And you well, never know, right? Later on in life, that could take root, right? Yeah, something that I, what we shared then could bear fruit later. You, yeah, you never I know that know. happened for me as as a non-believer in middle school. You know, uh, Michael McNeil's mother would sit there and present the gospel to me. Mm. I ignored it, hated it, didn't want to hear it. And it wasn't until later on in high school where uh, as, as I'm hearing the gospel proclaimed, I started remembering the things that she had said, um, you know, five, six, seven years beforehand. Now, when what year were you converted? Like what what age of, of school? I hate you. What? I really, I'm really hate you. I'm asking a question. No, because I know what you're about to do. I have no idea I what you're talking exactly about. I know exactly what you're about How to do. How old were you, for example, I when this it. picture was taken? I knew it. As soon as you said that, <laughs> oh my I God. knew it. You I... are wearing a Bill Cosby sweater in this photo. Now, what I love about this photo, I'm going to put I these up on, on the show notes. What, no, I, what I, I love about these photos so much. is, look at you. All right. Now, yeah. what? how old are you about there? That one might be like... Eighth grade. Okay. Seventh grade. So maybe. then ap shortly after this, you get sent to military school. Mm -hmm. Now look at your expression. Yep. Look at how happy and free yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call that the Barbie indifference. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It looks like your soul has been sucked out of your body at this point. I hate you so oh, much. Oh man. So were you, con you were not converted then. Uh, That's not a converted face, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you that, that, that there might have been like well hold on that might have been sophomore year I might have been converted okay because I I got the the thing on the side there for uh, being part oh, of your the, conversion the, medallion the conversion medallion <laughs> <laughs> well you people will love these young pictures of Jimmy oh, I because, hate you uh, so much oh my but this dude bro that's I borderline offensive and that. I'm pretty sure look at those jeans if you could if you could get that is that acid watch oh let me see here <laughs> those look pretty like. Those well, let me. All I'm going to say is, yeah, those are acid wash jeans. Um, all I'm going to say is, big thanks to uh, the listener who sent me these photos. I uh, hate you, Steve McCoy. You are. 
I know it was Steve McCoy. I don't know. You know, I know it was Steve McCoy. He's the only one that would have had access. All I know is is that somebody said, whoever sent this to me said, I'm risking my life, bro. Yeah. So it's either it's either it's either McCoy or Deerte, my brother. And I'm pretty sure it's McCoy. All right. So it's God's grace that changes the sinner's heart to respond to the gospel, right? The sinner is not going to respond to the gospel of their own volition until the heart has been changed. That's why it says in the confession, for the producing in them a new spiritual life without which no other means will affect their conversion to God. There is nothing that will lead to a person's conversion except the ministry of the word and the power of God. That is it. There is nothing else. But we kind of act like we kind of act, in the church, we kind of act like there are other things. Oh yeah, we put our hope in like uh, like that special event. If we just got them to camp, we'll get know? the revival going. If we have, if we just get them the to camp, revival. then they're going to hear a, a speaker and they're going to be in in awe of like the music and and they're just they're just going to uh, fall in love with Jesus. It's almost like we believe that's where God can finally get to work. Oh yeah, because o- o- God will only work there because we're two or more gathered there i am it's like not the ordinary means of grace no but this somehow like extraordinary means of grace uh meaning the the youth camp or the youth conference or some people think like we need a sign or a miracle and if god just shows up and does a big miracle then people will have to believe but look in scripture uh people see all kinds of miracles and they do not believe in fact jesus tells that that parable or that story right where he tells the rich man Abraham tells the rich man who is suffering, uh, even if we were to bring Moses back from the dead, uh, he will not believe. Because if he's not going to believe the word, yeah. they're not going to be converted by a miracle or a gifted speaker, your favorite person. Yeah, your favorite Matt Chandler uh, video. Yeah, or, just, just, or maybe even back in the day with uh, with Billy Graham. I mean, not mm-hmm. to say that God has not used these individuals, you know who's but the conver- idea being that that is my hope, that right. if I could just get them, get them there, there to hear them. Do you know how Steve McCoy was converted? <gasps> no, please tell me since he gave up all this. Ever hear of something called the 700 Club? N- n- wait, 100%. No, you're Steve lying. Steve McCoy was converted through the 700 Club. O- okay. <laughs> that well, explains a lot, though. That explains it? a lot. That no wonder explain- all his prosperity and, <laughs> and just like his prosperity preaching. His and, bad- he get, and he gets really defensive when confronted. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he won't he, listen to reason. No, no, Trinity TBN, you know, yeah. that kind of a thing. You know what a lot of people are, are thinking right now? It happens all the time. Jimmy, what is the what is something that people are really excited about now? Mm-hmm. If this, if God does this in this person, it's it could unleash an outpouring of God's work. If this person is converted. Yeah. Who, 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 who? You're talking about the blessing of the Kanye. I'm talking about Ye. You're mm. talking about Ye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kanye. And, and, and you know what? Praise God for for what he's it, seemingly what he is doing in Kanye's life. Praise God for We're, that. And yeah. you know, and I don't want to diminish that by any means, but this fervor of of like, oh man, oh the kingdom is here. If Kanye believes that part is kind of like, yeah. all right, how is Kanye your, your great hope? Kanye cannot convert anyone. God converts. Now, it is true that God has used specific individuals yeah. uh, throughout history, but he tends to use weirdos. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Hold that, on. This might be backfiring on me. Oh man. Okay. Um, uh, they, he tends to use people that aren't theologically educated. Oh, and, uh, oh people shoot. that were far off from him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you think about it, like he's used guys like Dale Moody and Charles Spurgeon, you know, John Bunyan, the guys that weren't like academically trained, and then he uses guys like like John Calvin and Martin Luther yeah. who were academically trained. But he, he tends to use you know relatively ordinary people now. I'm listen. I, I look at the Kanye stuff, and I just watched some of the things he said today yeah. at the Sunday event at some college, and he's not saying anything that I've heard that is unorthodox. Everything that he is saying yeah. is very simple gospel, and uh, and he's calling people like, "Hey, man, this is the gospel. You believe that Jesus Christ died for sins, and if you believe in Him, you're forgiven." I mean, it's, uh, yeah, and it's you know what? So it's actually it is exciting. So I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to downplay it. It's just the idea that uh, why how. Don't be looking at Kanye for your as your hope for right, seeing the lost right. converted. Yeah. So listen, um, I I prayed for years. I actually prayed for years that a specific musician vocalist would be converted, and he was. It wasn't because I prayed for him. It's because I'm sure a bunch of people were praying for him. But Dave Mustaine of Megadeth, dude, I was about to say I was about to say Dave, Dave Mustaine. Yep. And now here's what here's what's interesting. Dave was converted. Didn't make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's interviewed, he talks about it. And and his lyrics, when you look at the albums, there there was a shift. Yep. And and so, like my son was asking me, if Kanye is converted, are his lyrics going to be different? And I said, well, well, yeah. I mean, if a person is converted, they 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 tend to speak differently. They tend to think differently. They 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 are a different person now. And so I said, Kanye may talk about the same things, but he's going to talk about them from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And and you see that with Dave, right? Because it's 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 God who changes. The heart, he enlightens their minds to not only savingly understand these things of God, um, but they are even renewed in their wills so that they they become different people. So, man, listen, when I look at the Kanye thing, I am, uh, like we're all saying here at Redeemer, we're uh, prayerfully, cautiously optimistic, like we are with anybody who is yeah. professing faith in Christ. I get excited when somebody professes faith in Christ. I get jacked up and pumped mm-hmm. six months, a year down the road when they're bearing fruit. Yeah, that's right. That's when I get super excited. And that's what we're praying for Kanye. And, and listen, if Kanye was converted, we know how it happened. Somebody spoke the word to him. Yeah. And God converted him. That's right. The word is all we need. It's all we need, it's, which means that every believer can play a role in this. You don't have to be uh, the educated, the articulate. You just have to be brave enough to share an offensive gospel with an unwilling, unbelieving people. You take that step. I'm going to I'm going to risk the relationship. I'm going to risk the mocking. I'm going to say this and see what God does. And what? God does it. I mean, he actually really converts people. And I think a lot of us that maybe are in church quite a bit and surrounded by Christians, um, maybe we haven't seen a lot of recent conversions, right? Maybe we mm. haven't seen that recently, and maybe we forget. Well, it, this is why it's good to pay attention to what's happening within the broader church, right? The the Orthodox Church, the Evangelical Church, to see the people that are coming to Christ, because maybe it's not happening in your local church at the rate you would like, or maybe you're not seeing it as much, but it is happening. God is saving a people for himself, a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. I'm praying that Kanye is one. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think his shoes will be cheaper then? No. Oh, nah, nah, I'm still not going to. I don't wear sneakers anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Jimmy, if people want to jump in on this and uh, enjoy the conversation, if they want to make comments on the photos of you that I'm going to post oh, in the show don't notes. Don't do it. What, uh, where, how do they do that? Um, I'm not going to say where they can follow us now. Oh. I don't uh, want them at to At Steve McCoy? At Steve McCoy. <laughs> he didn't post it, did he? Oh, he better not. 
No. Uh, yeah, so let's see. At Doc and Deep. So uh, what is it? Instagram and Facebook at Doc and Deep. Wow, you're like wrapping up this like you wrapped up Second Service. <laughs> <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> so yeah, you can it's follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor mm-hmm. Devotion. You can head to the website DoctorVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.